Welcome to Live, Love, Lead, the podcast where we explore the art of living authentically, loving sincerely, and leading boldly. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Twenty twenty four, so exciting! Welcome to the first episode of twenty twenty four. I hope your year has been off to a great start. And today, I want to help you make the most of twenty twenty four. I'm going to be going through just about seven questions that I think, if you were to answer honestly, you would have maybe the best year yet. And that's what we should achieve, we should strive for uh, every year. Uh, I remember. A story I heard about a young traveler. He was leaving his his town and going to a new town, a new city, because there was better promises there. The idea was there were more opportunities, more money to be made, and he uh, was on his way. As he was going, he met an old wise man coming from the city he was heading to, and he said, "Wait a sec, wait a second, please tell me, what is it like in that city?" And the old man looked at him, pondered, and goes, "I'll answer your question, but first, tell me what it was like for you in the city that you are coming from." And then the "War is me" stories began. The young traveler said, "It was a bad city. There were mean people in that city. It was so hard to make a buck. It was frustrating. I didn't like that city at all." And then he looks at the old wise man, who he was now expecting to give him some good news. And the old wise man smiled and said, "Well, the news is, the new city you're going to is going to be exactly the same for you because you are changing cities, but you are not changing, right? The attitude you had in the old city, you're taking it to the new city, and you're going to find the people." Just as mean, you will find like there are no opportunities, and it will be frustrating for you if you want a new experience. You need to kind of change you, change how you are approaching life. In like manner, if you are going to have a much better 2024, then you need to be thinking about how you are going to change because the fact that the years have changed. If you don't change, uh, not much more is going to be different, unfortunately. So. How do we make 2024 our best year yet? We need to answer a few questions. There could be 10, there could be 15 questions, but I came up with seven that I think will be very useful. The first one is what brought you joy in 2023? Or what brings you joy very simply? For me, as I reflected on this question, I realized that A couple of things bring me a lot of joy, and guess what? It isn't actually making more money. No, the, the, the first thing I thought about was spending time with family. That gives me a lot of joy. Uh, catching that moment with my son, we were making eye contact, stealing that beautiful hug uh, with my wife in the kitchen or somewhere else, or just hanging out together as a family. Those things, that those times, bring me a lot of joy, a lot of fulfillment. And so, when you ask yourself what brings you joy, the focus for 2024 is to prioritize it, carve out time for it. Don't don't hope that these things are going to happen by chance. So you would think, well, you live with your family, so of course you spend time with them. No, I'm talking about quality time, and quality time, yes, can be uh, hours, or it can be five or ten minutes of quality time, and you get on with your day. Let me give you an example. So 
So there's something my wife and I try to do. And um, we call it date night. And so, you know, every week or, or at, le- at least every two weeks, we want to go out on a date, you know, kind of fall in love with each other again, say what is going well, and just do it on each other. Uh, we haven't been too good at, about that simply because it's been very busy and adjusting to having a newborn baby. And then a few weeks ago, my wife says, why don't we just go on a date? And it sounds extremely simple. Where we basically said each week we're going to go on a date. It might be a breakfast date. <laughs> it might be a lunch date. It might be a brunch date. It might be like early evening coffee in a cafe quickly. Or it might be a date night. And so you might just need to begin to shift how you are approaching things uh, so that you prioritize what is most important. Another thing that brings me a lot of joy uh, is pouring out into other people particularly young people, helping them make the most of this early phase of their life just after uni, for example, so that they don't make the mistakes that many other people made. So first question, what brings you joy? The second question is this, and so important. If you could achieve only one thing in 2024, what will it be? And I know for you high achievers out there, you're already thinking, what? Just one? I have like 10 goals I want to achieve. No. I have like at least three goals. No. What is the one most important goal you want to achieve in 2024? And focus on it. Give everything you have to that one goal. Chances are that you will accomplish it quicker uh, because you're focusing on one thing. It's a good book actually. Focus on the one thing and then you can move on to something else. Uh, I remember a uh, story ahead about Warren Buffett and his pilot. And he went to his pilot who had been working with him for some time. And he said to the pilot, um, so what are you, you know, you've been working with me for some time. You're not going to do this forever. What are some of your goals? And his pilot says, oh, okay, I'll write it down. And he, I think he came up with, you know, about 25 life goals or something along those lines. And then Warren Buffett goes, okay, um, which of these are the most important? Like break this down into maybe your priority or order. And so he wrote everything down, one being the top priority all the way down to 20 or 25. And Warren Buffett says, okay, now circle the top five. And he said to him, uh, so what are you going to do uh, in achieving these goals? And he goes, well, I'm going to start working on you know, each of these goals, um, on, I'll focus on the top ones first. And as I have some spare time, I'll be looking at the other ones. And Warren Buffett goes, uh-uh, all wrong. What you need to do, everything below the, from six, six goal all the way down to 25, that is your avoid at all cost list. Don't do anything about those goals. Focus on the top five, starting with the first one. And after you've achieved those, then you can progress. So for me, 2024, my number one goal that I want to achieve, I want to write my next book. It was a wild journey uh, from infertility to becoming a father of my beautiful son. Uh, and so it's a journey I want to capture in a book to help, uh, help me reflect, but also help other people learn from the journey. So that's my one goal. I would do various other things, but that is my one goal that I'm going to be making every day pay tribute to. And that's what you need to do as well. Make every day pay tribute to your one goal. What's question three? Question three is simply, what is the game changer? 
what is that area of development that if you improved will have the most dramatic impact on you, your life, your success? The game changer. As an executive coach, I, I have the privilege of coaching leaders literally around the world. Usually when a, a new assignment starts, if it's a comprehensive coaching process, uh, we will get some feedback. And then uh, interview people around the, the leaders' lives, personal, professional, and collate all that feedback in a behavioral interview report. Then with the leader, we begin to see okay, what's working, what needs to be worked on. And as you would imagine, it's usually a list of development areas that come up. And the leader then goes, oh my God, I need to start working on all of these things now. And I really have to make progress. And I kind of say, wait, hold up. What is the one most important thing? The game changer. If you worked on this one, it would have the biggest impact on you, but it would also help you improve the other development areas. For me, in 2024, the game changer, do you want to know what it is? I need to exercise consistently, right? No excuses of it being too busy. I need to put my health first. Uh, if I sleep right, if I eat right, and very important, if I hit the gym, swim, go for those classes, I know that it's going to give me the energy that I need because 2024 is a seriously uh, demanding year for me. A number of new things are starting and I need to ensure that I have the energy for it. What about you? What is that game-changing area? It could be a behavior that you know I need to work on. Uh, I was having an interesting conversation with someone recently and the topic of procrastination came up and I was smiling. He said, Uche, procrastination is, that's for the amateurs. When you say somebody is a procrastinator, that's an amateur term. I am a professional delayer. Like don't put me in the bucket <laughs> of the amateur procrastinators. He says, it's not like I'm not doing anything. I plan, I think, and I will plan, think continuously. And before I know it, three to six months has gone by. So for that person, uh, potentially that will be that game changer. I need to stop planning and talking. And I need to start executing on some of those plans uh, that I have. What is the game changer for you? Uh, I know uh, one leader I was working with who had been missed for pass for promotion a couple of times. And the game changer became very clear. The game changer was not doing too many things. Stop having your hands in too many pies and focus on one or two big areas that will bring about a huge result for your company. And then you are seen as capable for the next level. So that's question three. What is the game changer? Question four, I love. Question four is, what new experiences must you have in 2024? You know, in life, you need to have fun. You know, it's going to be uh, a drudgery, right? If you don't plan to have new experiences, something that you can anticipate, something you can look forward to. I remember someone said to me, Uchi, I want to give you a gift. And I said, what is the gift? He said, well... Um, I'm thinking that we can go on a, you know, plane or helicopter ride and we can kind of jump out, you know, and obviously we're going to be tied to people and we'll, we, it's going to be completely safe. I said, maybe in 2027. <laughs> That's not what I want to do now. Uh, but it could be an experience like that. Uh, one of the new experiences that gets me invigorated and I'm looking forward to in 2024 is I must visit at least two new countries. I've been to a lot of countries, 
but I want to increase that list. So I'm going to go to at least two new countries uh, in 2024. I'm already looking forward to it. Uh, another thing that I want, another new experience I want in 2024 is hiking. I've never really done it. I mean, obviously I've walked around and the like, but going on a hiking trail with a few people, maybe around some historical sites, uh, is something that I've, I'm, I'm thinking I, I would love to do, you know, get, get lost, uh, as it were, in the outdoors. That might sound very boring for you, and that is absolutely fine. But the important thing is you asking yourself, what new experiences will get me excited? What exposure do I want to have? Uh, in what way do I want to enhance this, this, this thing called life? Think about it. Let's go to uh, the fifth question. The fifth question you want to be thinking about in 2024 uh, and answer genuinely is this. What decisions can you pre-decide to save time? You need to be efficient in 2024, right? What decisions can you pre-decide? Uh, the simplest example of this would be, uh, for example, the founder of Facebook, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who always wears the same color t-shirt. I think, well, gray or blue or something like that. The same color, doesn't have to think about it when he wakes up in the morning. It's this t-shirt with a pair of jeans, trainers, and we are ready to go, okay? Uh, sometimes we waste a lot of time when we, for example, wake up in the morning thinking, okay, what am I going to wear to work today? Pre-decide. Let me give you a very good example of pre-decision. Um, for me, I've pre-decided the breaks I'm going to have. I don't have to think about it. It's going to happen. Uh, one of the reasons I did this was uh, when I burnt out in 2017. Uh, the following couple of years, I realized I am a person that loves to go hard. I love to go hard. I work hard. I push myself. I set goals that are, that are you know, difficult to achieve. That's who I am. I've, I've come to accept who I am. And so how do I ensure that I don't get back to the place of burnout? I call it predecision and I call it automating my rest. Um, like many people, I drive an automatic car. And you know, when you're driving your automatic car, you don't have to think about changing the gears. That's kind of like what this is for me. Uh, I'm showing this automating your brakes because I think it's a pre-decision you need to have. I, I, I think everybody should automate their brakes. So for me, one day a week, I, I try to take some time off. Um, uh, it could be two half days because sometimes the weekends, you know, are busy. Uh, but a day a week, I, I take some time. Uh, number two, at the end of March, usually the last week in March or the first week in April, I take a week off. Even if I'm just going to be at home, I take a week off, I rest, I recuperate, rejuvenate, go to the spa, um, I shut down. And when I shut down, I genuinely mean I shut down. I don't check emails. Last couple of times when I went out of town, I literally uh, didn't take my phone. Uh, so I really I couldn't check anything. Uh, and then in June, so that's April in June, that's my anniversary weekend. Um, and so that weekend on the first, the weekend of the first of June, uh, I do a long weekend with my wife. We do something romantic. We try to go away. Uh, we have two or three days with ourselves, right? And then in the summer in August, I take two weeks off. 
these things are automated. Um, and so by the time I get to October, I take another long weekend. We get to December, it's two weeks off, and then we go with the flow again. So for me, I don't have to worry about burnout as much as I did before because my rest is automated. So the question for you is, what are you going to pre-decide, right? Think about the, each area of your life, finances, pre-decision around some savings, uh, holidays, pre-decisions, um, your career, some pre-decisions. Uh, another pre-decision that I make is when I go to, when I travel, not always possible, but I try to not travel more than twice in a month. That's, that's what I'm hoping I'm able to achieve uh, going into the new year. Okay, what's the next question? And this one is a biggie. So the next question, what support do you need? 2024 is going to be similar to 2023 in that there are going to be challenges. <laughs> it might not be the same challenges, but they are going to be challenges. Let's just accept that reality. And so think in advance of the kind of support you as a person needs. I find that some people struggle, burn out, get frustrated, uh, throw in the towel because they don't have the relevant support. I have built-in support in my life. So I'll give you an example. Uh, there's something that me, my best friend and I call Unkwabi night. Now, Unkwabi is just a local uh, Nigerian meal that we love. But, we, but once a month, I, as much as we can, we go out, we have a nice meal, some bromance time, and then we usually go and watch a movie. But in that time, iron is sharpening iron. In that time, we are supporting each other. In that time, we're holding each other accountable. Every good coach has a coach. So that's another support I need and I have. I have my own coach. I have my own coaching supervision group where I meet with other coaches and we support each other, right? Uh, I have my mentors that I need to speak with and I pre-arrange I pre those meetings, you know, towards the start of the year. Do you need a therapist, right? Some people call it counseling. Some say therapist. It might be the kind of support you need. I was speaking to a mentee of mine and she said, and one of the most transformational things for me this year was having therapy. And then going into 2024, um, it's reducing from weekly meetings to once a month because she doesn't need as much support in that area anymore. And then the final thing is, uh, depending on what your, let's say, career goals are, uh, you might need to have a group of people that are trying to achieve the same goal. So for example, I'm looking to do my, uh, continue my doctorate, which I've paused for, for some time now uh, because of life and new baby and all that. And, and, I'm, and I'm going to be joining a group of people who are doing a doctorate. Uh, some maybe almost done, some start, you know, restarting like myself. And in, the, in, the, in that group, I will get the support I need specific to that area of my life. Because it doesn't matter how much I speak to anybody around me about doing a doctorate. If you haven't done one, you really can't figure out how difficult it is is. So don't be proud, humble yourself and ask for help. Okay. The final question, number seven is action brainstorming. Uh, whenever I do workshops with clients, one of the things we do towards the end of a workshop or during the workshop is action brainstorming. Uh, we say, what do you need to stop? 
what do you need to start and what do you need to continue, right? Stop, start, continue. And continue could be do more of something, do less of something. So let me give you, uh, make this practical for you. Uh, when it comes to what I need to stop, I was reflecting and I said to myself, hmm, Uche, one thing you need to stop when you're going into 2024 is uh, increasingly you have a tendency to see other people's weaknesses in areas that are your strength. <laughs> and you need to stop it, right? Because everybody has strengths and weaknesses. And I'm, I'm talking, you know, quite transparently here, whether it's people you live with or people you work with. Maybe you're like me. You have that tendency where you see somebody's weakness um, and you focus on it, but you're comparing it to an area that is a strength of yours. And I realized that this is not good for uh, relationships. So I got a post recently from uh, in a WhatsApp group I'm part of, and it was just a, a Twitter or X you know, post. And this person said, uh, he, he, was, he asked somebody who had been married for 40 years and he said, what is the single most important advice you will give to people who are, who are married or want to get married for successful marriage? And he said, focus on what they do well. He said, because the person who you married um, does a lot of things well, but if all you focus on is what they don't do well, which is usually your strengths, because people complement each other, he says you can easily grow to hate the person that you decided to marry and spend the rest of your life with. I was like, wow, that spoke to me clearly. I was already thinking about stopping uh, along those lines. The second thing, start. I'm restarting my DBA. You know, I've been on pause for long enough. And hmm, I have to be honest with you. I decided towards the end of the year that I'm not going to do the DBA anymore. Yes, many people knew I was doing it, but it was just so much work and decided I can do other things with my time. But on reflection, speaking to mentors, praying about it, speaking to my wife, my friends, I realized it's something I should actually do and complete. So that's what I'm starting and allocating the time required each week to get it done. That means I'm going to have to sacrifice time in business or, and that's fine because I know that I'm paying the price now uh, for gain later on. And then finally, what am I going to continue? Uh, the biggest secrets to my life, and it's no secret at all, is a daily quiet time. A time where I wake up in the morning, uh, I, I, after a shower, I take some time to reflect, to pray, read, read my Bible, meditate on scripture, read potentially a book. And that usually takes about an hour, an hour and a bit. And just continuing to do that and even doing that more is critical to my life. So there you have it. Seven questions that if you were to answer genuinely and honestly, will make you have a wonderful, successful, trailblazing 2024. I'm going to run through those questions very quickly. Number one, what brought you the most joy in 23 or what brings you the most joy? Prioritize it. Have our time for it every day and regularly. Number two, if you could achieve only one thing, what would it be? Yes, you can achieve 20 goals in 2024, but what is the one thing 
that if you were to achieve it, you would be most proud. It will have a significant impact on you, your life, uh, your business. And if you achieve it on time, you can go on to achieve other big goals. Number three, what is the game changer for you? That area of development that you know if you improved would have the most significant dramatic impact on you and your success. Be honest with yourself. You might need to speak to a few people uh, to think about what that area should be. Get some feedback. Number four, what new experiences must you have? Right? Have some fun in 2024. Don't hope that you're going to have fun. Plan to have fun. Number five, what decisions can you pre-decide to save time? <laughs> it might even be you decide going forward, I'm going to get a bunch of white tees or white shirts and I'm never going to think about what I'm wearing you know, tomorrow, for example. Um, so what pre-decisions can you make? Number six, what support do you need? Be humble. Everybody needs somebody. So think about the support you need and be proactive about getting that support. Of course, don't forget to support other people as well. And finally, number seven, do some action brainstorming. What are you going to stop? What are you going to start? And what are you going to continue? I'm really excited about what 2024 holds for you and me. Uh, and I'm, I pray that as you go into 2024, it is indeed your best year yet. I hope you get amazing opportunities. I hope great partners come alongside you to help you be all that you can be. Until the next episode, stay blessed. So if this has been helpful, uh, spread the love. Please subscribe, share it, and add a comment. In fact, ask a question as well. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on Live, Love, Lead. Keep living authentically, loving sincerely, and leading boldly. And until next time, stay blessed.